Okay, we should be recording now. Hello, everyone. Today is a very special episode. We have our first guest on the podcast. You probably already know him because I'm pretty sure there is a huge overlap between our viewership, being that all of ours are his as well. Vega of MCOC. How you doing, Vega? Great. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me, fellas. Always a pleasure. Okay, uh, so, nah, nerd. If you guys want to chip in, go ahead. I really don't know where I'm going now with this intro, but... <laughs> um, I think the plan is to talk about, you know, the rebalancing program, the buffs, and talking about nerfs in MCOC, especially because of the Scarlet Witch situation. Hmm. I think that was the goal. So, um, yeah. All right, then. Let's begin. So... I guess let's get started with uh, the Scarlet Witch synergy nerf. Um, it is a little bit interesting to me that they decided to cap it at just three prowess buffs, but I mean, that's still like very, very strong though. Because she's still hitting like what, 300k L2s? And I mean, obviously the 1 million L2s were never going to stay. Hmm. I I guess yeah. so, but... It, I don't know, I'm a bit conflicted on it, because it's all, they did, the one thing I will give them credit for, give Kabam credit for, is that they were very quick on this one. Like, qu the Quicksilver Early Access bundles were only a few days ago, correct? Yeah, that was, I think they did, like, within 24 hours, I'm pretty sure. So they did really, really quick there. Okay, I, I give them a lot of credit for that, then. It's like, what, what was yeah, it, remember? Yeah, that was nice. I'm trying to think of other examples of, like, yeah, wait, there was, um... The Sabretooth and Sasquatch synergy wasn't there. Yep. Oh, yeah. That, that took a while to get nerfed. I remember seeing a bunch of uh, playthroughs of, like, Labyrinth of Legends. I'm not sure if Abyss was out at that point. It was, but also those playthroughs could have came from, like, a CCP-type situation. I don't really remember where they had the ability to uh, see the synergy for a bit beforehand. And really stack it up and make content. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Vega, how do you feel about that? The uh, Scarlet Witch nerf, whether it was too much, too little, all of that. Yeah, I mean, and I like the way you're framing it, right? Like, because there's obviously the was it right, was it wrong, should it have been caught? Like, yeah, of course it should have been caught, <laughs> right? Like, uh, it it just seems like a mistake was clearly made and I agree with you guys that they took care of it pretty quickly. Um, the fact that, you know, it was being sold, I think is where it became such an issue. And, uh, you know, that's a whole other topic, but, uh, it felt a little powerful in light of, to me, that that was a five star and best we can tell because of the grayed out screen, she's coming to the game as a six star now. Rank fours are becoming more and more uh, prevalent. That I just I would struggle to see that that was their intention. You know, it feels almost like um, maybe it was play tested. I, I don't really know. I'm theorizing here, hmm. and it seemed like a bit much for a five star. But that's okay. You know, people are having some fun. There's a lot of RNG involved. It's Scarlet Witch, so it kind of feels alright. And then the like, oh crap. <laughs> We've got a six star version coming out too. Maybe maybe this is a bit much. I'm just reading the, the team. Yeah. Well, exactly. I was thinking 
I was thinking that the six star would actually probably be worse just because mm-hmm. of the sig level and how reliant she is on it. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't think, I mean, if you look at Aunt May, she has pretty far and away the worst prestige. It's like 1100 at six star rank four, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And investing those sigs, I mean, someone like you, Vega, or I'm getting pretty close to there, but like, yeah. Nobody is going to be able to invest 200 SIGs into a six-star Scarlet Witch. So I think it would be like almost balanced for a, a good while just because of the unavailability and the lack of willingness to put SIGs into her. But if you see the five-star and the potential of the six-star, eventually it's just it's, it's too, too far. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. One thing I'll note on that with uh Sigging her is she actually does seem like with that synergy she should be she should be able to be a meta boss killer. Because I mean you're gonna get a lot of fights under a minute, simply. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think she has potential in battlegrounds as an attacker at Sig two hundred because her damage really is quite solid. It's a little bit RNG based. And I probably wouldn't put her in my deck because I hate all that RNG stuff as always. I've probably ranted about that like 25 times now but yeah she really is quite strong for a lot of the competitive game mods so i don't think sigging her would be that bad of an investment you know hmm. my only question here is i remember um before before vega before you had a uh, tier above all on the tier list it was called pre 12.0 scarlet witch tier yeah my, yeah my question for you, you do you think she would yeah. make it there if the synergy wasn't nerfed <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was named after her, right? I mean, that would be weird not to have her there. The, uh, do you know the only reason, not the only reason, but one of the main reasons we had to change the name of that is that people didn't know what it meant. And that's just like how long ago that was and how many players uh, make up the player current player base that didn't play in that time. And it's been so long, they truly didn't know what it meant. Like, that was a very common question. I'm not of, like, that hurts me to hear that. Uh, well, it's the truth. You know, sometimes the truth hurts, I guess, right? Yeah. I went to rewatch videos of like pre 12.0 Scarlet Witch because of this. I was like, all right, let me dig through. And I think like the day before 12.0 dropped, Seton did like a live stream of a Realm of Legends speedrun. And um, she's just power locking, stun chaining, power draining, and has like three regens and four furies up at all times. And that's so ridiculous. That was the most ridiculous thing. It wasn't super fast because it was a four-star, but it was a four-star hitting 50k special twos and just having complete control of the fight in a way like it's RNG-based, but it didn't really feel like RNG. It felt almost completely reliable. Hmm. And especially in War, if you invuln boosted, I don't know if those were around then. Uh, I wasn't doing anything competitive at the time. But like, you would just be safe forever. That was ridiculous. Yeah. My God, yeah, that's I. I have no words. He was just a completely brainless champ. <laughs> it's my type of champ. I love that. You're used to playing no skill oh. champions. Uh, he's quite literally a skill champ, though, Phil. Oh no! Damn it! I've been caught. Oh, I'll <laughs> play. Damn. <laughs> I'm back for uh, okay, so Scarlet Witch buff. Oh, sorry, nerf. 
seems to be the general consensus that <laughs> they took care of it well, I guess. But um, yeah. with I Scarlet, think they overdid it. You think? Yeah, I think it should have been five because of how RNG reliant it is. Like everyone saw the highlights, but nobody saw how many tries it took. Mm. If that makes sense, and I think that's actually a big problem, which we can get into with the balancing program and stuff like that which i'm sure vega you know being in the ccp being able to test i don't know if he did but like i'm starting to get the feeling that a lot of these quicksilver videos that i'm seeing where it's like 1.2 million damage stuff like that and it's only like a 30 second click clip of the burst i'm starting to think that it's you know not as consistent and takes a while to get there and so i think three prowess like i'll have to see how it goes like i want to see if it refreshes when you hit three or if it pauses or something like that. But if it's just three and it falls off, I think they may have like overcorrected, which I understand because like it was ridiculous and it was people were starting to do that whole, like can't believe they fixed mole man, but let this happen, which like kind of ignores the nuance of the fact that mole man was broken, but you know how people are. But yeah, no on that. Uh, real quick on the Quicksilver thing, uh, my buddy Bean back in SSI, shout out to Bean, he had actually been testing with the 5 star Quicksilver, and it really does look like that crazy damage is going to be reliable, even for something like War. Hmm. Oh god. Because I mean, oh, he, he took that uh, 54 Mangog, and he had complete control of the power, and then he killed it in like 1L2 as well. It was crazy. Oh no, <laughs> if only I had Quicksilver yeah. on my team. He's yeah. about to be overpowered. <laughs> I feel like he's going to be a top science champ there. Yeah, man. Interesting. Oh, that, man. I'm, I'm starting to feel more and more confident that he's going to get a rebalancing pass. God damn. <laughs> Nerd, how quick, how quick was the fight? Do you uh, remember the couple fight? But I, I remember after he threw his L2, the burst just killed. I mean, looking but for did the he... fight right now. Was it just straight to the L2? Was it like, a, what is it, like a 13-hit combo or something? Uh, straight to L2, game over? Or was there more involved? Uh, he had thrown a special one to refresh the wizard okay. with their debuffs at okay. a point, and there was a lot of daxing in the fight, of course, to keep the wizard yeah. debuffs up. But yeah. Because yeah. he would probably have Not to get all, is it six, six withers up? Would he... Is the yeah. max right with the with the six two hundred? Yeah, at the point of four withers, you were completely turning off the power, and then six withers until aspect of evolution started kicking in, we start reversing it, and then eventually six withers just stopped it. Wait, which node was this? This was node fifty four, the common mangog placement. You know, the the improved power gain, the two hundred percent one. Yeah, that one. And only four withers. Turned it on. Yep. For some reason, it's actually 100% on. I had thought it was a 200% note as well for a while. And then Cat uh, Murdoch had popped a graphic showing it was 100%, and I checked in the warm up and it was 100%. <laughs> so I'm not Are sure you serious? Yes. Yeah. Nice? <laughs> I'm not sure I if that's it's... a bug or not, but now it's 100%. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, wow. Is this is this like the Mandela effect at MCOC or something? <laughs> I think so. I I'm literally pulling up Aunt May right now to check the node. Hundred percent seems really 
easy to counter. You know, they just realized that everyone was going to ban Spider-Man 2099 this season, and they thought they'd be nice and just drop it down to 100%. Like, you know what? You can use your voids. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the topic of Quicksilver, and let's also bring Gowan to that, I guess, because now we have our topic of champion rebalancing and whether we think they're going to get nerfed. What 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 do you guys think is so broken about Quicksilver, or what inherently makes him such a good candidate for a nerf? Uh, the thing about Quicksilver that I find just really crazy is that he is able to completely keep up all of his utility for pretty much the full duration of almost any fight. Unless you're in, like, Abyss or Labyrinth, I guess, you're not going to be able to keep your utility up the full time. But when you can just go and throw a heavy and then just dash back a bunch... And then you get all of your utility immediately. And there really is so much utility in this kit. Hmm. And then you get crazy damage as well. He really does just... I uh, feel like maybe they didn't know that the ramp up was going to be just that easy, you know? Yeah, I guess so. But then again, like, we have Hercules, who is the first Summoner's Choice champion. Do we think he's better than Hercules? Absolutely not, but, I mean, that shouldn't really be the measure for whether a champ should get nerfed or not. No, I, of I mean, course, Herc but... is just off. Yeah, I'm, yeah. like, 45% sure Herc is the reason that this rebalancing program was even implemented, because they're making content <laughs> for Herc, or even Kitty with True Focus. Like, remember when that dropped, and True oh. Focus was, like, making war a little bit more interesting, kind of, with the but caveat the... of everyone could still ghost, but, um... It, it, like Kitty just ruined it, it's and then Herc obviously just changes everything, and you're just like, like what's the point? We still there's a little bit of a power creep. We're starting to fall behind a little bit, like getting ready to have some harder content, and then Hercules just kind of blitzes through everything. So, so I think like if a champ is even in the conversation of Herc, hmm. then maybe you should look at it to rebalance. I don't know. I don't know enough about Quicksilver, so I'm gonna defer to, you know you guys and i'm gonna defer to nerd because i also don't know much <laughs> about being honest <laughs> of course i think vega's actually been able yeah. to test him on the ccp so he's probably the yeah. biggest expert here no I, I probably not i think it's going to be nerd the main reason is i mean i think you guys know i was traveled for two months and then i get out for work so i i have not been able to play him much in fact the limited of playing with Jonathan. I don't enjoy playing him at all. Hmm. Um, I think that's going to just take time, though. And most of the, like, Mike and Lags both talked about it. That it just takes a while. And uh, I know MP Blaze and I have spoken about it. I don't think he put a video with just DM'd or something. Um, so I haven't enjoyed playing him. Like, even just his combos. Like, the the successfully chaining your medium of the last light into a special it feels different than any other champion I've ever played. Hmm. And I, I, going back just a little bit is I know, like, trust me, like I've done it myself where I'm like, well, Herc exists, so this should be fine. And I, I really believe that Kabam is trying to get away from that. Like, I think that's what the rebalancing program is about. I think they knew if they put Kitty and Herc into the rebalancing program, then they were going to lose it. But they're, I think they're true. I say this in a lot. So I don't feel weird saying it, but like it's almost like they built a new game on top of MCC. It was like they're revamping Alliance War, they're revamping a ton of stuff, and we've got this new rebalancing program out, and this is just how the game's going to be from now on, unless you know we're told otherwise. 
And Quicksilver, to me, based on what I'm seeing, feels like the ceiling of what that new game is. <clears throat> and yet he's not going to be as powerful as Kitty, especially with her full synergy team. And her, you know, just because, and, here, and here's, and hear me out, like if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, tell me, is Quicksilver doesn't appear as though he will be able to take fights he shouldn't be able to, where Herc can. Like, Herc should not be taking out things, but here we are. And if a champion can shrug Quicksilver's debuffs, he's not going to be able to do damage, right? Like, the, there's no, there's no anti-shrug mechanic for his whiplash, or is there? think so i don't think they're coming in they should. okay so like if that exists via a node or a defender i think that there's a like he won't be able to overpower it because he has this other option. does that make sense um yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I and herc almost go for it. and oh i was gonna say like the class will relationship is a really good point vega um yeah and herc is an example who like he gets buffs, but only when you throw specials. And mm -hmm. I'm sure anyone who's used Herc has been like, oh, this Mystic matchup, just don't throw a special. Like, just, like, hit away, and you're doing so much damage, and they're dead. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, it was it was Slaymon who was taking, uh, I'm not going to remember the note, but it's Section 2, Lane 7, Aspect of Evolution, Kinetic Transference thing, if I remember exactly the note. And he, like, goes into it with Hercules, and he made it look like child's play. And I was like, that's that's not that's not supposed to happen. Like that's just not. and so um I think unless I think unless a champion approaches that level, I really think the rebalancing program's gonna leave them alone. Unless they're just grossly outside of what they were intended. But if you look at their those rating systems, it to me it lines up with what Quicksilver is doing. So I'm not worried about him. I really not. I really do think that's Hercules, actually. I, I really do think Hercules is just like the perfect storm of one having that summoner's choice excuse of oh yeah we should make him good because the summoners voted for him and also his designer being Kabam Broccoli. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quicksilver at least is one of those in his favor being a summoner's choice champion. So I guess I I, I could see him making it through this without getting nerfed. I'm looking at his champion attributes. It says his survivability is two and a half. His damage is a four. His ease of use is a two. His utility is a four. And his defender strength is a three and a half. That sounds about right. Um, I think uh. I'm not going to, you know, be like, oh, I think this is this and this is that. Because, like I said, I'm not that knowledgeable. But I think what Nerd described with the heavy and then you have full utility and it being 100% uptime on a slow and a miscounter, hmm. which is two of the best things. Like, you stop unstoppable, invade, and miss at the same time. Like, people, when Stealthy came out, and they're like, oh, he's got all this stuff we have to do pre-fights. Hmm. Um, and it's kind of hard to access. He kind of just has it all and does it without it being hard to access. Yeah. Uh, but four seems right. Like you look at Psycho Man, who's a five, but is a one everywhere else, and you know. <laughs> you know, I have, I have a question, Nerd. Did, did you find out how long that that fight was? Because that'll really help. Uh, yeah, like, it took push... uh, a minute and twenty seconds. Oh, okay. Wow. 
So to me, Damn. I'm like, and that the was ramp... with uh, five star Quicksilver. Yeah. Shit. I feel like we're having different reactions. What? Yeah. What are you saying? Sorry. Uh, that that feels a bit fast, like considering it's a five star rank five. That like a six star rank three already has better stats than a five star rank five. But in high tier war, we're going to be seeing six star rank four C two hundred Quicksilvers, especially because he has what is it like top three for prestige? I want to say. Yeah, he's second in prestige now. He just passed him. I think he's the second to be um of that sixteen k mark at R four now. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, so he's going to get ranked up and sigged up. And so considering, if, if we consider that we're going to be seeing, like, how do I say this, as boosted up Quicksilvers as possible currently in the state of the game, I would reckon you could probably get those fights done in, like, 45 seconds, I want to say, with a 6-star rank 4 fully boosted Quicksilver. Yeah, I mean, with a 6-star R4, I could definitely see you just not needing to do an L1 at all and just instantly killing the bet L2, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's that, 280k that's health. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that was ultimately my question, was if you can get rid of the, the SP1. If you can do that, then... Because that's where I... That's, again, the way I look at it is... If you can just go straight to the SP2, then that's now causing problems maybe for Battlegrounds, too. Like, it's not just one mode of the game where that sounds powerful. It's the yeah, was, two most competitive. Oh, no, no, just go ahead. Uh, I was watching some uh, legacy videos, and he was, I believe, he was going to just straight DL two, and it was doing really well. And like, I believe it was just Act six or something. Don't remember where yeah. it was testing, but yeah. I mean, it seems like you are just going to be able to go to, to go straight to L two in War and Battlegrounds, and I feel like he's definitely going to be a top option for a lot of stuff in War and Battlegrounds. Yeah, I am really worried about how he affects the battlegrounds meta because I feel like having that science nuke that just uh, encompasses like literally every mystic I think is gonna be a little bit crazy for battlegrounds because I mean previously we've had like what Mister Negative who I mean he covers the vast majority of mystics but at least there are mystics he's not gonna do well against I feel like Quicksilver isn't gonna be like that. I think you're I'm missing a, a guy. You know, Human Torch, I think he handles Mystics pretty well in Battlegrounds, oh, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah, pretty big, boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, five million rounds already. Dude, oh yeah, I, I ban him every time, I don't care. My Mr. Negative always gets banned, and it makes me so mad. My, my only That's their loss. He always gets banned. Three right, R3s. Right. Shut up. <laughs> Nah, but yeah, that that's exactly it though. Once Quicksilver starts to encroach into nuke territory, that's where it starts to feel a bit iffy because he has all of this utility that he can access immediately, and normally that's the trade-off you kind of tend to see. Where if you have a nuke, normally they can't also access all of their utility immediately or something like that. Yeah. And so to have a champion that can do both of those things, yeah. I don't know. I guess it remains to be seen. But actually, out of the two champions this month, I think Gallon probably has the higher chance of getting retuned. I agree. Hmm. I actually agree. <laughs> Man knows he's I, I, uh, with me. I, um, I'll defer to Vega, because I think I might have been Vega, or it might have been somebody else when we were talking in your server, um, where I, I said something like, Gallon needs to be nerfed, and then everyone came out and said, you're ridiculous. But... <laughs> um, 
like just the damage that quick, that fast, that reliable. I don't know. Every single clip I've seen of him, it's like, okay, here's 160k special one in like 15 seconds, and that just seems ridiculous. Yeah. That that seems like you know you can hold that back a little bit. Like the SP2, originally I thought that'd be the way to go, and I guess I was just misunderstanding him because when I saw the uh, deep dive, I was very underwhelmed. But I think what Vega was saying in that, like, which I agree, which is they're kind of like feels like they're building a new game with a lot of balance and a lot of intricacies and stuff like that. And I think Gallon doesn't have that. And I think it's just too much too fast. And that if you could find a way to delay his ramp, he would be more balanced. But, you know, I think after the Scarlet Witch situation, there might be a bit more apprehension with it. Yeah. Gallon's a little bit of an interesting one to me because it really does feel like most of the clips that at least I've seen of him are fights that he's like specifically meant to cheese. Like all the armor stuff, all the power lock, power drain stuff, like he gets a big damage boost there. So it feels like he is actually meant to cheese that stuff. Like he feels like another Nimrod of the Cosmic class, if that makes sense. Yeah. Which is like very powerful though. Correct me if I'm wrong though, doesn't don't don't his buffs also completely ignore like mystic nullifies or something like that? I'm, I'm trying to open yeah, yeah mystic uh, nullifies yeah. fate seal. Yeah. So so I, can't you just take him into mystic matches as well, completely defying the intended balance element of the class wheel? I mean, yeah. Okay. But... I feel like he's still going to be a little bit sketchy against Mystics, just with how many buffs he has that might expire and feed MD5 or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, and but I know you're little... you're just being funny there, but like I've actually gotten in quite a few conversations on that because people be like, "Oh, the class wheel, the class wheel." I'm like, you still get the attack increases and decreases. That's all the class wheel is. Like at some point, I think folks just feel like they get to decide what is supposed to be the material advantage or disadvantage between those two classes. And then they forget about all of the other members of those classes that are different, right? Like mm. there's clearly an evolution in the, and it's been going on for a while. Like, and I've, I've been talking about it for a while. There's a clear evolution that's been happening in cosmic and mystics. Like we have neutralized champs coming out and, and, I'm not smart enough at game design to say how I would evolve the class relationship so that they can keep coming out with new champions and new challenges for us. But it feels like th this to me feels like a very natural one and it's slow because, you know, folks are like, Oh, gallon, he's breaking the class wheel and, and my mystics are useless. It's like, no, it's gallon. It's not, if they didn't give that ability to every single cosmic, like if they had done that, yeah, that's ridiculous. It didn't make like your account like moot or worthless. It just means you're gonna want to get a Tigra or a Rintra or a uh, a Wiccan, you know, or, or I guess even Purgatory kind of, right? <laughs> it just <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you right assert down. something ridiculous. Yeah, like if I had said it over Purgatory, then I was like, okay, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. But like, it to me, it feels like a natural evolution, and it's just like one more thing that you're going to want to have because a lot of this game is about accumulating champions it's a massive part of the game so I, I i sorry like i know i came on strong on that one i've just been in a lot of 
non-public discussions on how he's breaking the class wheel and how horrible it is. And it's like, you know, some, some champions in skill class shrug debuffs, some don't like you're just arbitrarily deciding what you want to be a defining characteristic of a class. And it, it, uh, it clearly bothers me a little bit more than I realized, I guess. Oh, God. We, we all have very yeah. strong opinions in this server anyways. <laughs> but um, it, it's not really just that, though, but it feels like he does so much. Like, I, I when somebody, at, when, if somebody, someone were to ask me, like, what would you define Gallen as in terms of how he functions as a champion? I wouldn't know where to start. It, it feels like he has so much going on that he, how do I say it? He's, um... He's like a cross between a general champion and what we've been referring to as a specialized champion, where he has those mm-hmm. specialized matchups, he has those specialized um, parts of his kit, but he has a lot of different specialized parts of his kit, so he can do a lot of different things. And my question Yeah, there... but the thing is... Oh, go for it. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say... The thing is there that it just feels kind of in balance with how many different specializations he seems to have. Hello? No, I can hear you. I'm oh. thinking. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. My but bad. like, let's let's run through that, right? Because I feel like a lot of this, and it's interesting, it's cool to actually be able to talk to you guys, right? Because most of the time, these conversations exist over text, and it, it's hard to express yourself fully over text is I personally feel like one of the reasons why, like think about this whole year, like how powerful these champions feel. Like over the court, like the fact that Scorpion didn't get nerfed was, it helped me feel very confident in the rebalancing program. Hmm. Because having played him and playing him with the Venom synergy, you're like, this guy just became a five hit parry, five hit parry special I win champion. Like, and the damage that he was doing and all the utility he had felt okay because he had a very risky, skill-based play style. But you just put in one synergy, a single one, and Venom's a good champion. And you got rid of all of that. And you just still had all of the damage and all of the utility. And so when they did not nerf him, I was like, okay. Like, I'm feeling good about this rebalancing program. And Gallon and Quicksilver feel like the ceiling of that for me, I would think. But they feel within it because I feel like the game is so broad now. Where, and and please do correct me if I'm wrong, but Gallon does not have an evade counter. He, he doesn't have a miss counter. He does. He, I know he get. He, does he or does he not? M- miss an auto block. Oh, he does. That's right. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> And and he gets those physical and uh, what's the other resist he gets? Energy. Energy, I believe. So, will he be able to take shock and incinerate nodes? Uh, at max twenty, it, it's what like fifteen hundred energy resistance. I want to say. I don't know. Is that significant? I don't. I don't know this. Uh, I think so. Fifteen hundred is somewhere around thirty-five to forty percent. With willpower healing, so he's not getting up a bit of it. That seems pretty solid. Yeah, 
Shoot. Well, he yeah, doesn't he have willpower at the moment, so that's his balance. <laughs> Yeah, they'll just never give it to them. <laughs> they, just, they, just, they just add robots to Gallus's tag. Like, no, you don't get willpower. <laughs> Change the entire Marvel power for balance. Yeah, you're right. When I when I te- I was you know I was on vacation when I tested him, hmm. and I those two fights were just so impressive to me. And I I even said it in the video. I'm like. And there's still more. Like, I didn't even dive into the more because the two things I saw were more than enough for me to want him. I think um, the big reason why it's a six-month wait is exactly what's happening now. Is yeah. He's new, and he's exciting, and the damage is so quick, and it's so good. And we see that right away. And as Vega said, like, there's more. And I don't think people have stretched Gallon to its limits yet. And I don't think people will for war for quite a while because for some reason Kabam decided to make him a tactic defender. Um, which, you know, I I have feelings about making a new champ a tactic defender for that season right away, but we don't have to get into it. But I, I think it'll be like, what, two, three seasons before we start seeing him like on the on the field taking fights and... Um, I think this six-month window will include when he's finally getting on the war map, and we're going to be able to see him stretch, use that auto block and miss counter and stuff like that, and see whether or not his utility that might take him to the next level is actually like viable. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I hear you. Yeah, it's like it's a because if thing. it's just damage, there's so many champs with just damage. Like, nobody's really arguing to nerf, I don't know, Black Window, Deadly, Deadly Origin. Even though you get to a Battleground situation, you can see clearly how quick her damage is, how potent it is. And if Galen is just damage and is just that quick, then I don't think he should be nerfed. Hmm. But I don't think he's just damage at the point, at this point. Yeah. And that, but I and I do I do agree with you on that six month window thing. Like if, if, even if we're using the example of Professor X, which I know isn't really similar, because with his with, with the discovery he had of being able to like do that weird heavy play style thing that give you more prowess, that's not really utility based. It's more damage based. But it, it took what like three months after release until someone found that, right? It may have even been I'm a not... bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that one was. Bit longer than that. Yeah, exactly. I remember um, Agent had started doing a lot of Professor X stuff when they had found out about, and I'm pretty sure that was like early into 2021 when that all happened. I'm not entirely sure though. Hmm. And so if it took if it took that long to find that aspect of Professor X's kit, I can definitely see it taking at least a few seasons, like you said, for us to really see him being stretched in war, especially because we also have to wait for the next feature to come out for a lot of people to actually get him. Yeah. Yeah. And I think oh, that really the six I month is a good time. Or... And you guys have been worried. Sorry, have sorry. you worried about what? You talk over me, please. Uh, you guys have me worried about Gallon. He's the one I love. I love him. Like, <laughs> I, like, I do. I, 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 uh, but you guys are right. Like I was kind of, conv- I'd forgotten about the, the auto block and the miss. Like can he keep them up? Like he, he can get a, those, in, or is it just it's on like a special? Permanent. 
No, it, it's it's just. Oh wait, no, it is. Sorry, that's my. It's completely my bad. Yeah, it's all of Gallon's special attacks. I'm a dumbass. <laughs> so he can still miss. Like if you if you use it against like Miles, Miles would keep the camo, and then you wouldn't be able to combo him. Hmm. Yeah, or but well, he's got. I the, mean, Gallon's well, damage yes, source doesn't, doesn't really work matter. like that. Yeah. yeah. I um. I do. I don't disagree though with your point of like if they didn't nerf Scorpion, especially now that this featured's come out and I, you know, in my battle yeah. group, Bryce is just taking Scorpion a bunch of places, <laughs> and with Venom on the team, it's ridiculous. Like there was like this thirty-second Scarlet Witch sigil fight, and I know it's a path fight, but it was like I'd have to look in the line, but it looked like it was like. 50k pops on the yeah. um, power stings and yeah. uh, special 111 and it is yeah 40k right <laughs> into the fight 40k right into the fight and then with MD she gets another bar and throws it right again with another 40k and dies and like yeah 28 second fight all he had to do is throw one special one that's ridiculous like that's the same type of feeling i'm getting towards gallon and so if scorpion didn't get nerfed which i don't think he should i think that there's a reason he didn't um yeah i don't know if gallon does but i think gallon like you said it is the ceiling like if it's above where gallon is then we'll start getting in the conversation of they need to be rebalanced for sure. Yeah. That that does kind of make me think, though. Like, maybe Scorpion himself shouldn't have been nerfed, but should that synergy have really gone out in its current form? Like, if you're just able to 5-hit combo, 5-hit combo, it feels like that goes against how Scorpion was originally designed and intended to be used. And at that point, like, when when the synergy is completely altering the intended style of play, is it should that synergy really exist? I mean, I don't think it does. I think the whole point of Scorpion's appeal is the many different styles of play. Whether you want to get those big furies on the special three, whether you want to just keep getting power sting damage from the special one or the big burst from the special two. Hmm. I think the reason that Scorpion has a lot of appeal and um, why I think he's one of those champs that like Spider-Man 2099 was a lot like this. When the featured comes out and a lot of players get their hands on them and can like it's very fluid and you can find your own comfortable way to play them. I, I, I think a lot of people fell in love with Scorpion for that reason. People who didn't expect it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of mm -hmm. sense. On the other end of the spectrum with champion balancing, I think Gore will be the first one to get a rebalance. Yeah. I think he'll, I think he'll get tuned up a little bit. I, I, I could see that. It feels inevitable. Yeah, I I, th I think the thing I miss with Gore that he should have is he doesn't feel like a god killer, if you get what I mean. I don't mean like literally as in you take him against hashtag gods or elders and he obliterates them specifically, but nobody else. But like when Odin first came into the game, the way I thought of Odin is like, okay, this is going to be a champion that should feel like I can take him into abyss or big healthful content and I can just obliterate shit with him. Like, he should be a giant slayer. And that's how I feel like Gore should also be. He should feel like uh -huh. a giant slayer, but he really doesn't. 
He feels like a 6.4.1 Deadpool Slayer. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. And a, and a slow one at that. Um, yeah. Does he massive SV3s, though? You get, like, barely fight or something if you do the heavy. Oh, wait, no, not yeah. just for the heavy. But honestly, I've never really liked that style of play. Anyways, that, like, you, you detonate with yeah. a big L3, and even then, it's not even that big, frankly. Yeah. Well, I, there's I, a content creator who just ranked forward um, gore hmm. and showed a different play style with it that I had in my mind, but of course, like, I'm not in the CCP and can't do it. And it makes him a bit more viable, but it's still, like, isn't anything special to me. Like, it's still, like, hey, there's a lot, a lot missing, and you're in high-tier war and want a diversity defender who's different. So, I don't know. I am interested to see if he does, or at least, I, I think it's a fairly safe bet that he'll probably get tuned up, but to what extent he will be tuned up. Because, like, in, in theory, I like the mechanics that Gore has. He seems like an interesting champion. I think, actually, a few weeks ago, I was in the rankings chat trying to argue for him to go up to, like, premium or something. But, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, He's going to stay in call until he gets buffed, and that's they were proven a point. I've, I've, Is that I've, why I've you said the other day? With that one. That's what you said. You lost credibility in there, yes. and then everyone put laughing emojis. Is that why? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> soon, boys. Soon, you'll you'll all see. He'll get buffed, and he'll be like a top shelf champion, holding out hope. <laughs> you, you know, you guys are making me really worried about it because I, I think if you had asked me beforehand if I thought a nerf would ever come, and I would have said yes, but I would have thought for sure a buff would come first, hmm. and a gore buff would come before. Uh, gallon or Quicksilver would be on the docket. So now I'm actually getting worried. <laughs> because because a core buff makes sense, right? Like, it's obvious. Huh. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, I think I said in your server exactly, like, if you could take Gallon and you could take Gore and you could meet them both in the middle, you have two really good champs that both, you know, like, you want both. But if you just have one of each then you know i guess like in a in a monetary way you're not get, you're only going for one you want people going for two which you know not trying to you know i don't think ev obviously kabam doesn't do everything for money you know a lot of passionate people work on these champs and work on this game mm. but there's a bottom line and if you can make people want two champs instead of one you're gonna do it yeah so uh on gore that I, I really just like from like a flavor perspective is that you know he's meant to kill the gods and elders and then the only two meaningful gods and elders on defense are like champion and null and then null just converts like all of his regen uh in the living abyss so then he's horrible for null and then obviously doesn't have an unstoppable counter or anything so he's horrible for champion as well so that just feels a bit yeah yeah. God Slayer, but not really. <laughs> I'm trying to look at, like, hashtag God. I don't think it's in Aunt May yet. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, I think you have to look in-game. Yeah, well, I Herc is the other one, and it's, you know, that doesn't really... 
nothing Gore does really makes Herc less annoying on defense. Honestly, the thing I'm most excited from for from that month is probably the Valkyrie synergy with Mr. Negative. That just seems <laughs> absolutely awesome. nutty. Yeah. I mean, if we want to have an honest conversation as someone with a rank for Mr. Negative, I know you do as well, Phil. Yeah. But like the things I've seen with that synergy are pretty similar to the Scarlet Witch synergy and that you just throw one SP2 and the fight's over. Oh, yeah. And, and even within that, I think I was theorizing this a few weeks back, is like, you know how the L3 gives you that really long delirium, right? Yeah. Couldn't you theoretically, if you're also trying to keep up the debuff and refresh it, just or sorry, pause it, just by converting light charges, wouldn't those two deliriums put you past, uh, or basically put you at 100%? Uh, defense, defensive combat power rate reduction, and so the champ, your opponent will just be gaining no power. And well, you'll already you actually... be doing that with the with the evade deliriums because yeah. it stacks that quick. So it's like kind of redundancy, but yeah, yeah, it also enter, works you that way. Just enervate them and get back up to an L three. That yeah, it's yeah, it just seems it's, a, it's a good synergy, hmm. and it's on the three star. Right. So you know, can't mind, don't mind that. Uh, so now, on on this topic of like buffs and nerfs, do any of us have like ideas that we would really like to see on these champions get buffed or nerfed? You know. Uh, to, so to start off, um, with Gore specifically, hmm. I think Gore, what he really needs is like, well, of of course he needs a damage buff. Let let's get that out of the way. But what he really needs is that. The gods and elders, well, one, I think the tag should be expanded, because, I mean, if you look in-game, you see the gods and elders tags, there's just so few champions there, and then there's, you know, even fewer that actually matter on defense. And then, if you look at, you know, his kit, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, the buffs he gets from actually fighting gods and elders were pretty weak, like... Hmm. But wasn't... I'm so I sure think the point of if that... you just... Oh, sorry. I'm pretty sure the point of those buffs being, or that those advantages being so weak, was because Kabam knew, or the designer knew that there wouldn't really be many meaningful gods and elders to fight against, and that they weren't really big. How do I say? Um, you, you wouldn't see them very often in hard content in Alliance War, and so by not giving a lot of benefit to fighting gods and elders. It doesn't feel like you need to fight gods and elders to really access Gore's full potential. Even though, let's be honest, that full potential is pretty, pretty empty. Vega, is there any champ you want to see buffed? Like you think is almost there to being a good champ? Oh, I know. Aside from Chavez, unless you want to get into it, because I feel like you've said a lot about how. You know, she's missing half her kit. But is there any champ that you're really just, like, you think is so close to being good and would be perfect for, like, a value or just a numbers update? Uh, you know, you, you, I was going to go with the obvious one because it's the obvious one, and it's the one I always hound on. But I finally stopped, uh, I think. You know who came to mind in the, is Squirrel Girl? Have you guys ever really played her? Yeah, I really like her. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm trying to remember. I actually did like re- this is super early on my channel, so I was I was learning a lot. I can't even remember what I felt like her flaws were, but there was was it like keeping her evade up over time? Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not going to remember exactly what it was, but there was a couple things where I was like, if this was just tweaked, I think she'd be really good. Hmm. Um. But it feels like there's a lot of champions like that, like just from that era. Of, they're just missing something, you know? Yeah. And it prevents you from being able to use them in a variety of content. Like you can get stuff done with them. There's just always going to be someone better. Hmm. So, yeah. And she's still a great general content clear, I think. Like we, I think a lot of people discovered or rediscovered that with the Karina's challenge, I think it was. What was it? The... um. The do you bleed Medusa that she was really good for? Yeah, yeah, she smoked that fight. Yeah, yeah. I think I did it with like a rank four five star, and it was just nutty how, forgive the pun, it, it was <laughs> it was very nutty how well she did. <laughs> yeah, I had actually done that. I had given the footage to another YouTuber. I mean, this was like really early on in my channel, hmm. uh, so I was aware how good she was for that fight, and she. She's got like counters. Like she can do real things. They're just there's stuff holding her back. I don't even remember exactly what it is anymore. But um there's just a couple of stuff where like just some little tweaks. I think she'd be you would see her a lot more, let's put it that way. Hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how often y'all do arena. I've started doing it a bit more recently since joining SSX, sadly. You know, that's the one downfall <laughs> is having to hop in there and get some gold. But, like, you just, like, do three mediums with her, throw a heavy, and they're dead. Like, her damage is yeah. really good and really cool. And, yeah. you know, I don't know. I think that's a really good, really good shout is, you know, I don't know if, like, with this new vision of the game that they think she's, like, about where they want. But I do think that, like, a numbers update and she becomes a meta champ in the sense of, like, an Ultron or a Diablo is, and that like people have them ranked and bring them occasionally for cha- uh, for fights, hmm. and she's a good option for him. I wouldn't be complaining. I have a six star awakened. Like, give give me that buff, please. Those are few and far between for you. <sighs> that, thanks, Nah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, well. Actually- Go, Go ahead, Phil. I was going to say, the other champion, I think, is a bit similar to that, that I've personally wanted to see buff for ages, is Nova. Same same month as Squirrel Girl. And I... I it's a crime. He should be better. I hate it. Just just, just swap his kit with Guardians, please. Honestly. He already got buff, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I just forgot <laughs> that. The fact that I forgot that while I was saying this... That that should tell you what I think of that buff. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's... Campo um, had that really fun video. It was like talking about like bad champ reviews, and it was Nova. <laughs> I thought that was really good, and it really it you know. Great. There's no better way to see a champ's flaws than use them yeah. in anything meaningful. The, the the thing I hate about Nova as well is like I remember I don't know if this happens anymore but in the um in the EQ dialogue from like last year I remember so many quests 
where it was like hyping Nova up as this defender of the MCOC world. And it's like, bro, he can't do shit. He ain't defending anyone. He's gonna die immediately. <laughs> it's like, man. At least have like Hercules being the defender of the MCOC world or something. Or Korg. You know, because <laughs> he's terrible. And y'all keep pulling Korg, like Vega, like getting a bunch of sigs on your Korg and nerd pulling him. I'm done. Like, I, Vega, you have enough in your Battlegrounds deck. If I have to ban a Korg as well, I'm just going to be lost. I'm going to time out and get the first three prestige champs just because I won't have enough time to make up my mind. I'm not kidding. I've done a lot of flying, uh, well, for me, and a lot of driving, definitely for me, the last five days. I've just had nerds videos on loop. I've downloaded all of them. And like, I think I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try. I'm going to use that spreadsheet and the court corpse going to rank three. That is absolutely for sure. Like it's happening. Oh God. Oh God. When we faced each other, I had. Sorry. We faced each other and it was like, what? Penny Domino and somebody else. And I was like, great. This is, this is not what you want to see. The thing is, is if if Domino didn't crit fail your phase, you would have won. I mean, yeah, but right? that's the whole point of Domino. Like, that's just yeah. how it goes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to rank four next. I think it's if unless I pull Gallon or Quicksilver. But like I said, you guys have me scared. On uh, I think Fury's going to go up to rank four with, and I'll put Sigs into him. And I think maybe Domino. Uh, we'll see. I'm excited about it. I'm rolling my eyes right now. Those two choices are just like, oh, great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait and like do battlegrounds at 6 a.m. my time because I'm pretty sure Vega won't be awake, and I'll feel pretty confident that I won't have to face that. You've given away your secret now. He's gonna wake up just to face you. Yeah, I'm gonna change my whole sleeping habits. <laughs> just a screw not over. I'm just absolutely. I was just on such a losing streak. I was I was on like an eleven game losing streak, and I was like, okay, you know what? Like this is a slump buster. I don't know who's coming next. Like there's no way I could lose again. Like I'm getting pretty low, and I know Vega was you know on vacation, not playing much, and all of a sudden I see Vega five eight three pop up. My heart sank. I'm like, okay, I have to sit up. Like I have to pay attention. Yeah. I was shocked to see you because we were playing in different tiers. Like I really dropped down to like four thousand, five thousand while testing the recoil tree and all that. And I was like, okay, yeah. I got to get serious to get back up because I want those rewards. Um, and you had been playing like what in the top 100, 200? Yeah, like before so was, that losing streak, I was at twenty nine. Yeah, so I was like, I actually it took me a lot. I don't think it was even until you tagged me on the server that I was sure it was you. I was like, that's probably someone with a different name or like, or the same name or whatever. Um, so that was for, that was pretty funny for me to to realize. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing about Battlegrounds. The impersonating Nah. Did you know guys hear Legacy say it on his, uh, he did on his like last rankings video? I actually didn't. Uh, he said he, what? He, he, he gives so, you a shout out. Uh, oh, when he's talking oh about I don't have to check it out. Yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah. It's cool. Legacy's a good dude. I really like him. 
Um, yeah, I play. I played Fortnite with him a bunch. Like, he, you know, I consider him a friend. He's a good guy. Oh, okay, um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, I didn't know that. That makes sense. Yeah, he always calls me. You know, yeah. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hop in the live stream like hey and he's like yells it like that's when you know he perks up to get the you know chance to say it we all do. <laughs> I um you know that's the thing about battlegrounds though I know we're not talking about that you know we can you know Vega wants to touch on it a little bit but I think you know it's just the nature of the game is you can go in a big slump just because of drafts and like you know i think a lot of people have pointed out that if you if it goes to the third round and you have to pick the first defender then you're in bad shape like you're at an instant disadvantage and so just like some dominoes can fall no pun intended and all of a sudden you know you go down a lot but i think everything like in life in that in that game mode you know it evens out like you're not you can go in a slump and you can go on a big win streak right after. Like, I think I finished around 200. So maybe a little bit like in like 150 ish. I don't remember, but you know, it gets really brutal and it gets really demoralizing when you start losing. Uh, I went on one losing streak where I went to down to like rank 2000. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah, <laughs> I just been drafting poorly because I was just molding after the first loss, and then it was like, oh god, I should have just stopped playing before I started molding. And then after that, I had went on that big win streak and got back up to number four. So it's just extremely low, <laughs> and then the highest of highs again. Nice. Oh. If it makes you feel any better, I went on that type of big losing streak right before the fucking bg's session like went oh, out God. and so i ended up finishing at like 2700 oh <laughs> i didn't even God. get rewards man it hurt it hurt oh that's brutal yeah but um you know sorry go for it. i don't know where you finished vega did you finish in the top 1000 did you end up getting there yeah 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 i i, I made it up i actually went way i think i got into like four or five hundred um, and it was like the day before the deadline, so I just, I, you know, put my phone down. It was like, do not mess this up. Like, I don't have the time to. I, oh, because I'm right there with you guys. You'll go on these losing streaks, mm. and I was like, if I lose three or four in a row, I don't know if I have time to fix this. So yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. What I'm hearing is I, I um... spots with you, Vega. Stealing, stealing my What's rewards, that? man. What I'm here, we traded spots. You stole my rewards, man. Never forgiven you for this. I, I definitely did, and you shouldn't forgive me. That's good. Uh, you know what though? It's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to turn this into a BG po- uh, podcast, but I, I would love to actually talk to you guys about it one day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm actually was about to say something about it. Is like the seasons. Like, I'm excited for battleground seasons. I really like you know that ranked rewards thing, hmm. but like the yeah. community scramble in every chat of sending screenshots of where they are and like you think I'm safe here. You think I thought that was really cool. Like, I thought there was a lot of, like, it just felt like everybody was, like, zoned in on whether they wanted to be top 1,000 or top 2,500 and just yeah. playing, like, the most high-stakes matches. Like, it felt, it was really cool. Like, it, a lot of times in this community, you don't really get those, like, big, you know, like, almost like, I don't, in, in TV, you know, everyone's sitting down for a Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. Everyone's watching. 
And that's what it felt like the end of BGs. It's a lot like, you know, when Gauntlet drops surprisingly. I really like those moments where the community, everybody's focused on the same thing and talking about the same thing. Mm. And at end of BG seasons, you know, that could be that could be like one thing that happens every single time everyone gets together and either, mm. you know, gets to the top 400 like Vega or gets to, you know, top 3000 like fell you know everyone has different goals so yeah that was definitely my goal thanks fell <laughs> <laughs> we're all proud of you i just want to make sure you know that um but the thing is is dude you just made such a great point like i i honestly hadn't thought about that like when i think about how great i think battlegrounds is for the game i didn't even think about the community aspect which i can't believe i didn't because that's getting in involved even more people than are just competing for that number. That's a big deal. And it'll be what, like monthly, hopefully. I would assume so. Also a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. I can't really tell. Like I, I, um, a while back, I think, uh, this dude, I think we all know Aiden Egatron. He was, um, he hosted the content creator incursions tournament and that, that didn't fully come to fruition, but, one thing he did say was when battlegrounds actually come up come out or when friendlies come out that's definitely something that he's going to revisit and i think that's going to be really common across the entire community like the number of community tournaments i think we're going to have it i think it'll really revitalize the game for a lot of people oh yeah i'm really excited about the that friendly game mode yeah it's going to be fun just destroying all my friends and then losing the jelly a bunch of course <laughs> I can't believe if I beat you, nerd, on stream. That was the crowning achievement of my Battlegrounds run. Mm. I'm, uh, hoping, no. I'm hoping the Adman buff next month ends up being good, because then I'll have a great, great new Battlegrounds rank up in my duped, which I'm going to be thankful for, I hope. Um, but yeah, no, so... That's a great segue. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to do. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Very smooth. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no, so, um, with these, we already know where the buffs we're going to get for the next few months. It's like, uh, what, Ant-Man, Rocket in December, and who's the, uh, who's the champion for, or who are the champions for October and November? If... None. Uh, I think... no, Rocket's November, December hasn't been announced, and uh, October's a week, uh, month off. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, well. One thing I find interesting about this, I guess, is that all of those are very old champions. Like, like we so far we've had Juggernaut, we're gonna get Ant Man and Rocket. Could and we had Storm earlier this year? Could this be the start of a newer trend of like focusing on the old champions that really have nothing going on whatsoever instead of uh, trying to do a lot of I think what twenty eighteen champion buffs or even just rebalancing from more recent years. I think so. And I think it gives a lot of devs more room to play around and be interesting with. Like, I think the Juggernaut buff was successful. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the gripes from the community the way that you saw with, you know, Jane. Hmm. Um, which, you know, I, I was, you know, not the most level-headed person during that. You know, I'm kind of, I'm a bit of a whiner when I don't get my way. That's, you know, age, entitlement, whatever. But um, I think the Juggernaut buff 
really kind of, you know, gave hope for some people because, you know, it was just like good. That's all it was like, you know, a fun buff, good damage, good champ. The unstoppable means like essentially infinite counter punch. You know, he has his weaknesses. He's not going to be used everywhere, but you take a champ from irre irrelevancy and you can have fun using them and even rank them for multiple reasons. I think, you know, it's a good sign for things to come with Ant-Man, who I expect to be very good because he was a summoner's choice one. Even though Gilly doesn't share that precedence, I think that what they attempted with Gilly just didn't work out and not that there wasn't anything interesting there. Yeah, and, and I definitely hear you when you're saying about um, it, it giving the designers a lot more freedom because one of the biggest um, backlash, biggest backlashes we've ever seen to a buff was uh, the hood or the original hood buff because it changed yeah. a lot about his kit that so many summoners had invested in because they enjoyed it. And even even with Thor Jane Foster, I fully believe the reason that that buff wasn't a lot better was because they were afraid if they took away that like stun chaining aspect of her kit and replace it with something else that would piss a lot of people off. And if they kept that in her kit, they couldn't really do a lot else without making her really good. Yep. Yeah, so and essentially working with older champions where they have pretty much fuck all in their kit kind of allows them to just run hog wild and go for whatever designs they want to. So, yeah, yeah. I, I have a lot of And Rocket in particular, Rocket has really good damage. I don't know if y'all have messed around with him, mm. but a high sig like Rocket really gets after it. You know, I saw somebody... And that uh, nerd and I are in a chat. It's like top BG's chat or whatever line chat, which was originally um, made to avoid modders. Like you send pictures of modders and you see them back when there's energy, you back out so you don't waste uh, champ energy. But someone sent a video of like a 30 second rocket fight, just one SP2 and it was over. And that's with the old health pools. And so I'm really excited for that. Yeah, he used to be one of the, like, if you didn't have Star-Lord, but you had Rocket, like, you could maybe do a little bit of Labyrinth of Legends. Like, he was he was an alternate option. Um, that's what he was considered. So, yeah, I mean, what you're saying tracks, for sure. Hmm. He's, I think he's going to stay a glass cannon just because he already is at the moment. And I think they, I think that's one part of his identity they're probably going to end up keeping. But I'm 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 very interested to see how they work with him and if they give him like even even a little bit of good utility he could actually become like a really solid champion. Yeah. And the word scanning is interesting, like because you know how he has that scanning mechanic that I'm actually yeah. not quite sure even does, but um, you could turn that into like a lock on type of situation. Oh god. Give him a little utility that way. Ew. Uh, I think I think on. glass cannons perfectly fine. I'd like glass cannons, you know, mm. except for wasp, because you know, I hate science champs for some reason. Not really, but um, I I don't know. I'm I'm really excited for that one. Ant Man. I'm just expecting more glancing and more annoyance, mm. but I want harder defenders, so I'm supportive of that. Yeah, that'd definitely be cool. Well, yeah, that's that's about it, I think, that we plan to talk about. I think we've had some really interesting discussions, particularly about both the nerf and buff sides of the rebalancing program. And so 
I think the only thing we can really do now is just wait and see, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> That's actually a surprise because with you, you're never optimistic. I think I think your exact <laughs> words about your your expectations for relics for that they were going to be shit. I think I think those were your exact words. I did not say Nas... cautiously optimistic for that. I was talking about the buff <laughs> Is not more typically like excitedly pessimistic. Yes. Yes. That's actually so that's the best way. <laughs> that's exactly what happened with the Jane buff too. Excited, so I got disappointed. Pessimistic, so I wasn't surprised. Dude, I felt so badly for you the whole time. Because if they announced an America Chavez uh buff and they came out and they were like, yeah, we increased her attack by 0.2%. I feel like, why did you even do this? Like, what was the point? So I, I, I feel horribly for you. And I feel like, yeah. I feel like Fell was right, though. Uh, I just, that there was just a mechanic. Bad. Yeah, it, it was not a good buff. I, no, I don't know. Hopefully no one's trying to ever convince you that it was a good buff. Yeah. I think my problem is like stun chain. Like I get that a lot of people, you know, think it's fun or whatever, but like you can't really use that anywhere that matters. Like once yeah. attack gets high, which is like act six and uh, a stun fails and they get an SP three, like it's over. You know, I did mm -hmm. use her for overseer though. And the stun chain, like I just was like praying it took four revives on that EOP overseer, which was, you know, got all the objectives. So, you know, if a buff is successful based on me dying less than I would have beforehand, then, you know, I'll take it. I'll introduce that. I'll introduce that as a metric in the CCP. It'd be like if Nah <laughs> is now dying less than he otherwise would have, it's obviously a good buff. <laughs> Jeez. So it would have been at 15, but now it's at 7. So, you know, it's over a 50%, you know, yeah. decrease. Damn. Dude, That's massive. That's probably one of the best buffs. Top shelf right there. Yeah. <laughs> All I could say about Thor Jane Foster is Thor Jane Foster was a buff that happened. She's like the Morbius of MCOC buffs. Yeah, that's yeah. disrespectful. Like, she, it's not good, but you know, I think you're discounting Nova. You know, he needs at least some attention for being on the list. Oh yeah, definitely, dude. I, I hate that buff. But anyways, so yeah, we've I think we've had a great discussion all of that. Unless anyone else wants to say any anything more, uh, I'd just like to thank Vega again for coming on the podcast. It, was really awesome to have you as our first guest and i think i speak for all of us when i say we'd love to have you on again in the future oh i'd absolutely love to and thanks a lot guys i had a i had a blast talking to you awesome if you if for some reason you've listened to our podcast but you haven't seen vegas channel 100 percent check it out he is one of the best content creators in my opinion and spreads a lot of positivity in the community vega of mcoc yeah vouch Yes. Okay. Thanks, everyone.